2: Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and I'm grateful to be here with and for you today. You are all part of a global community with fellow listeners in literally every corner of the world. Thank you for being here with and for me, and for continuing to spread the word to your friends, relatives, and colleagues. And a special note of gratitude goes this week to our listeners around the world in Saudi Arabia, Wales, and Denmark, and in the states of Pennsylvania, New York, and Virginia. Welcome, and thank you for your continuing support. Because you keep tuning in and listening, Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit is a top-ranked show here on the Voice America Talk Radio Network, the oldest and most widely listened to online talk radio network. Thank you for listening and making this show's success possible. As I promised at the beginning of every show, at least through September, I'm going to lead you through three exercises that we can all do to help stop or lessen the severity and frequency of the natural disasters that have been plaguing the earth. I'm doing it them at the beginning of each show so you can find them easily and do them with me every day or at the very least every week the wonderful thing about it is that as you as you help mother earth to clear the negative energy you will also be clearing yourself of fears and other negative energies that are harmful to you so please spread the word for yourself your families your local communities our global community and the earth itself For more information on this topic, listen to our May 28th on-demand show with Dwan Washington by going to my website, paulajoyce.com. Thank you for listening and continuing to tell other people. Here are the three techniques to help clear yourself and the earth of fear. Please do them with me. The first one is an affirmation. I am love as I am loved. You are love as you are loved. All is love as all is loved. The second one is a visualization. If you have trouble visualizing, then just listen to the words. Close your eyes and see a beautiful pink heart full of love. Shining pink light down on you. See and feel the pink light going through your body, down to your feet, and into the ground where the pink light is filling and healing all of the fault lines in the earth. The oceans, the floodplains, the volcanoes, the winds, and the atmosphere. The last technique is a chant. If you can't chant or don't want to, just listen. First, I'm going to say it, and then you can chant it with me. Om ah ha, ah, Om um, um. Om, ah ha, ah om, ah um, um. Know that as you do these three techniques, you are helping to fill yourself and the earth with pink healing energy, which is balancing all the energies and helping to create calm and peace within yourself and within the earth. These techniques are particularly helpful for anyone who has been abused or is self-abusing because they experience more fear than most people. Please share these techniques widely. I feel so strongly about the importance of helping to clear ourselves of fear and negativity that I created another workshop. This one helps you experience your past lives. It's important to know about our lives before this one because they are often the source of confusing feelings of deja vu, healthy and unhealthy relationships, special talents, gifts and knowledge, fears and phobias. And health and personal challenges. We often spend years in therapy or just misery blaming our childhood for our difficulties when it's really something we brought into this life from another lifetime. With my process, you will discover what you need to know. Keep the positive and let go of what's hurting you. I was trained by Dr. Brian Weiss, and I use a gentle process in which you always feel safe and in control. Whether you just want to learn more about your soul's journey through different lifetimes or want to heal something in your current life, the information you're ready to know will emerge. In this workshop, you will experience your past lives with my expert guidance, learn new techniques that I have created to help you discover past lives on your own, heal your past, present, and future, connect deeply with your spirit and soul, understand the reasons for your current life circumstances, enhance your spiritual well-being, Release the negative influences from your past lives. Gain new self-awareness, empowerment, and peace. We will meet at the Center for Spiritual Living Saturday, September 9th, 2 o'clock. You can learn more about the importance of past lives by listening to our on-demand shows with Dr. Bernie Siegel and our guest today, Dr. Dave DeSano. Go to my website, PaulaJoyce.com, to listen to those shows and to register for my workshop, Past Life Regression, or to contact me about scheduling one in your community. Choosing to be positive, choosing to think, see, feel, and act in new and healthier ways is the heart of Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, We all have choices, but we can't make the best choices for ourselves if we don't know what the options are. This show provides you with new information on health and healing with an emphasis on spirituality and the connection between our thoughts, emotions, and physical and mental health. We can all choose happiness, gratitude, and positivity as we allow ourselves to know the truth of our own experiences and feel the pain of our past or present life and let it go. We open ourselves up to the joy of being fully alive In every moment, we change the energy in our body and literally become younger and healthier, feel lighter and have more energy. We truly know and feel the joy, beauty, and love in our lives. My show helps you do that by providing you with new information perspectives and techniques, inspirational stories, and guests who are thought leaders in their field, like our repeat guest today, Dr. Dave DeSano, who will tell us more about reincarnation. I know you enjoy listening to and learning from him since he was the most popular show last month. And last week, we had a fascinating conversation with Dr. Dawson Church about EFT, emotional freedom techniques, which is a simple process that you can use on your own to help reduce pain, anxiety, depression, PTSD, and even physical illness. You can learn more about this wonderful technique and the research behind it by listening to last week's show. Just visit my website, PaulaJoyce.com, and click on Radio Show at the top of the navigation to hear that show and others that you have missed or want to hear again. My silver lining story this week is about my own journey through releasing negative thoughts and memories. The other night, I was doing a 10 minute gratitude meditation, focusing on all of the things in my life that I am grateful for. Suddenly, I was interrupted with a visual image of a character in a movie who was emotionally abusive. The image was so strong and persistent that I couldn't focus on what I wanted to, which was the things that I am grateful for. I realized that this character represented my ex who had been emotionally abusive to me. What I know now is that abusers drain your energy and your time, making it difficult, if not impossible, for you to accomplish your own goals. I was not going to let this image or any abuser, destroy my meditation. So I used the techniques that I've shared with you to get rid of this destructive image. I threw the image into a purple flame. It was persistent. So I upped my game. I used the chant we do at the beginning of the show three times. Om, ah, ha, ah, om, Um Um. Finally, I said, thank you over and over again until the image finally disappeared and I could think about gratitude. I was determined not to let an abuser destroy any more of my energy or my joy in life. I am stronger than any negative thought or memory and the past will no longer hold power over me. The silver lining was realizing just how strong I am. I also realize that negative thoughts and memories about the past are merely fears. We bring them into the present and the future by giving them a life in our mind. I will no longer keep those fears alive. I choose self-empowerment. I choose to conquer and remove every negative memory, thought, and fear. They have no place in my current or future life because I will not allow them to take over my free will. Whether fears or unhealthy relationships are from the past in this life or from a past life. We do not have to be dominated by them ever again. We live in a time where access to the spiritual realm is getting easier and access to information about our own soul's journey can be known to all of us. Recently, I was doing a past life regression with a client who was remembering a life as a man who was not appreciated. The male cardinal came to my window twice and clung to the window, looking directly at me, almost as if he were trying to come into the house. He definitely caught my attention. The cardinal is a spirit guide who reminds us that we are all important. He was helping my client let go of his feelings of not being appreciated in this lifetime because they were left over from that previous life and have no relevance for him anymore. I was profoundly touched by the assistance that the Cardinal brought into our session as he supported my client in letting go of the past. Because we were dealing with a challenging past life that we wanted to resolve, we Ended the session in the following way. First, I guided my client to thank the spirit from his previous life for the information that he had provided. Then he released his spirit from that life of the burden of sadness and feelings of not being good enough and appreciated. We removed the negative feelings from the past life and the current life at the same time. It was quite magical and profound, as has, as has been happening with all my past life regressions lately, I am able to see what my client is seeing, I let my client describe the scene, even when I see it first, because I believe in letting my client receive the information that they are ready to know, rather than my prematurely providing it. The first time that I guided him to the end of that lifetime, he was not able to see the scene, which provided him with the information that he needed. We went to another lifetime and then back again. This time my client was ready to get the insights that he needed in order to bless his spirit from that life and let him go in peace. Sometimes a client wants information about gifts that they have brought into this life from a past life in order to reawaken or strengthen those gifts. They may be seeking to know more about who they were and what they did to inform their path in this life. People have been able to discover information that brings them peace of mind, enhances their belief in themselves and their gifts, confirms what they know, but they didn't know how they knew it. The process is different for each person and is always magical and meaningful. Leading people through these kinds of experiences is so frequent for me that I don't find them surprising. I am, however, always grateful and moved by them. That feeling of truly being loved and supported by the spiritual realm is always profound and awe-inspiring. It's a blessing to help people to get to know the most important part of themselves and who they truly are. And Our guest today, Dr. Dave DeSano, knows about past lives and reincarnation from a research perspective, and from a personal perspective, which is why I invited him to come back and talk with us about this very important topic. He was on our show July 2nd, and his wife Mary was on June 25th. Those were our two most popular shows last month, and you're about to find out why. Dr. Dave DeSano is the psychologist and the author of Holistic Mental Health. He has degrees in education, counseling, and psychology and a private practice specializing in hypnotherapy. In Divinely Touched, co-authored with his wife, Mary, Dr. Dave offers verifiable proof of what Mary experienced in her physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual healing. He provides scientific research and explanations for phenomena such as energy healing, ESP, telepathy, clairvoyance, precognition, out of body experiences, and reincarnation. He connects current theories and quantum physics with historical data, and firsthand accounts of Mary's experiences to scientifically prove that what happened to her was, in fact, real. They own Divinely Touched, Inc., which is committed to facilitating healing of the body, mind, and spirit through individual sessions, workshops, and seminars. To learn more, please visit divinelytouched.com. You're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. While listening to the commercials, click on the links to read about and register for my Past Life Regression Workshop. Then click on Calendar of Events to see your question for today. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with our returning guest, Dr. Dave, to talk about reincarnation and our soul's journey.
0: The Voice America Seventh Wave Channel Seek greater awareness.
1: You may also send an email to Dr. Paula Joyce at gmail.com. That's drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. Now back to uplift your life, nourishment of the spirit.
2: Welcome back. And if you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, The Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I always appreciate hearing from you, my listeners, and as a top-ranked show, when you choose to advertise with me, you reach a lot of people. If this interests you or if you want to become part of the conversation today, please call 866 866- Four seven two one seven nine five or email drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. Now we're between shows. I value you and what you have to say, so please let us know what's on your mind and heart. I hope you wrote down what you'd like to know more about your soul's journey. And we're here with Dr. Dave to talk with us about reincarnation. And welcome back, Dr. Dave.
3: Thank you. Uh, Again, thank you for having me on your show, Dr. Paula. And also, I'd like to thank you on behalf of the planet for the amazing work you do every week to to raise the consciousness of the planet. You know, your your show and what you do every week is truly remarkable.
2: No, thank you so much. I truly appreciate that. And I, I just want to let the audience in on that we were joking um, during the break about how the technology interrupted part of our discussion last time you were on. So that to me was a sign from the universe that we needed a whole show on reincarnation.
3: So here we are. Yep. <laughs> And I guess it's good timing, too, because of your upcoming workshop. That sounds amazing.
2: Exactly. It just sort of fell into place perfectly, as does when we're in the flow. And I know that happens to you all the time, too. And it's always a reminder that we are being watched over and taken care of. Mm-hmm. So tell us, let's begin um, maybe with some research for people
3: who are skeptical Sure. Um, Well, you know, I think you described a little bit of my my background. Um, I actually started out in science education. Uh, I was a high school science teacher for a number of years, then got advanced degrees in psychology and became a a school psychologist. But uh, having that background in science, you know, I always looked at research and data for, for proof of anything. And When, actually, I started working with Mary, um, she was having some uh, basically uh, spiritual enlightenment experiences, kind of uh, an out-of-body experience, and and a lot was going on. So I started looking at, you know, the premise, can consciousness exist outside the body? And then by researching that one premise, uh, it led me on a lot of different paths. Because if you think about it, you know, when we talk about reincarnation, that means our, our soul, our consciousness, is eternal. It goes from one life to another life. So when we're in between lives, we're in the spirit dimension. So that's one example of our consciousness being eternal in living outside the body. So when I started looking at, at that aspect, reincarnation, I found that there is a wealth of evidence going back to as far as recorded time goes. That reincarnation um, is a phenomenon that occurred all over the the world. Um, And again, it's it's referenced throughout history. Um, And let me just back up one second. When we do seminars, you know, I always start because of the controversial nature of our topic, you know, consciousness and the spirit dimension and reincarnation, um, out of body experiences, uh, all of that. I always start out with, you know, how do you prove anything? So when I look at how do you prove anything, I find that you can look at research and data. You know, science is based on that. You can also look at historical evidence. You know, has this, this phenomenon happened throughout history? And is it cross-cultural? Has it happened around the world? And then you look at personal experience. So I find that, you know, when someone really wants to, you know, believe in something or prove something, they look at one or, or all three of those, those aspects of proof so that's when we talk about all these different types of phenomenon. I reference those three avenues of proof, histor- research and data, historical evidence, and personal experience. So getting back to reincarnation, there is a mountain of historical evidence that reincarnation, you know, popped up all over the globe, uh, all over the world, throughout history. Um, it's the cornerstone of religions such as Buddhism and Hinduism, um, Reincarnation was also even uh, a belief in Christianity um, uh, up until the year 325 when the Roman Emperor Constantine uh, at the Council of Nicaea declared it heretical that you, you, know, you cannot believe in this. And at the time, the, the thinking was that if you have m- multiple lives, you have too much time to redeem, redeem your sins. So it was stricken all reference to reincarnation, was stricken from the Bible in the year 325. And that's why a lot of, I think, Christians have a problem with that. Well, it's not in the Bible. Yeah, because the Bible was written by man, and it was taken out of the Bible. But if you look at other religions, and three-quarters of the world believe in other religions like Buddhism um, or Hinduism, you know, that's the cornerstone of their religion. As a matter of fact, uh, Deepak Chopra, in his book, Life After Death, The Burden of Proof, uh, his 2006 book, he sa- says that East always embraced the concept of reincarnation for several reasons. Um, they believe in East energy conservation. That energy in the universe is always constant. It just changes. It never dies. So our soul energy is an example of that. It goes from different forms. They also believe that our soul essence continues from life to life, that soul energy. Um, They believe that we come back in a new body and a new life and we can fulfill desires and ambitions that weren't fulfilled in our previous life. And also they believe in, in karma, you know, what you do in one life affects future lives. So, you know, the Eastern religions are built upon those types of things. So, again, you know, references to reincarnation and, and people believing in that go back thousands and thousands of years, and it's, it's from all over the country, all over the world. When we look at, at um, more recent research, there's a number of researchers that I uh, came across that have done a lot, you know, 30, 40 years of research on the topic of reincarnation. Uh, Andrew Casey, a lot of people are familiar with him um he was um called a sleeping um prophet because he would put himself kind of in a sleeping trance and then do a reading on a client and a lot of times and most of it was involving you know medical diagnosis but a lot of it from what he later learned by listening to his own own readings because they were transcribed and then later recorded at the end of his death was that he was dealing with people's uh, previous lives in order to, to uh, find out why they were sick in this life. And if you read about Edgar Casey, he was a, a devout Christian. I mean, he read the Bible like six, seven times by the time he was 16, never believed in reincarnation, because, again, it's not in the current Bible. So he had a trouble believing in that until he started listening to himself and after thousands of readings of covering people's uh, past lives you know he he finally accepted that you know this this is actually the case Um, another researcher Dr. Uh, Stevenson I I don't know if you're familiar with him Ian Stevenson no Um, he uh, he was a researcher um, from actually he's a professor from the University of Virginia And he researched claims that children um, were talking about having lived elsewhere and having different parents. So every once in a while, you'd get a report of a a child saying, you know, a three or four year old start talking about having a different life. And he would pursue those, investigate them, and found out after researching like 2,000 cases of children reporting claims of having different lives that, in fact, you know, that they did. he verified that these claims were true. You know, a three- or four-year-old would say, and oftentimes these three- or four-year-olds could even talk in a different language because all these soul memories were popping out and uh, affecting their current life. And they were talking about living elsewhere and having different parents. So he verified those those claims were true. Uh, a couple of other notable authors that I came across um, were Dr. Uh, Michael Newton, He's the author of several books. He did hypnotherapy, uh, and again, after about 30 or so years of regressing people into past lives, um, he, he wrote uh, three bo- books that were I found very interesting, Destiny of Souls in 2004, um, Life Between Lives in 2006, and Journey of Souls in 2006. And he regressed people not only into their past lives, but the time between lives, when they were in the spirit dimension. And, again, when people are in the spirit dimension, they're with their soul groups, they're with um, their spirit guide, and they kind of reflect upon what they learned in a previous life and what they want to accomplish in the next life. So he had people talk about that time between lives, you know, hence the book, you know, Life Between Lives. Um, And, again, after doing this with thousands of clients for 30-some years, he came up with, you know, research and data that talks about what the spirit dimension is like. A lot of people are familiar with Michael Newton. Uh, Excuse me, Dr. Brian Weiss. We were just talking about Newton. Uh, Dr. Brian Weiss was uh, chief president of psychiatry at Yale University, School of Medicine and later department chair at this, of psychiatry at Mount Sinai Medical Center in Miami, Florida. And Brian Weiss, he does a lot of uh, seminars around the country, around the world on um, past life regressions. He's the author of a number of best-selling books, such as Many Lives, Many Masters, and Messages from the Masters, which is one of my favorites, because he wrote his first book in 1988, and Messages from the Masters he wrote in 2000. And in that book, Messages from the Masters, again, he talks about doing this for 20-plus years with thousands of clients. And like Dr. Newton, Dr. Weiss talks about, you know, what the spirit dimension is like. In both of them, you know, if you look at Ian Stevenson's work, Edgar Casey's work, Dr. Newton and Dr. Weiss's work, we're talking about, you know, 100,000 cases of reported past lives and past life regressions. And, again, Newton and Weiss both talk about the spirit dimension, you know, what it is like. And, you know, the basis of science and research is repeating the results of experiments. So that's called clinically significant information uh, or research. When one scientist does uh, an experiment and another scientist can replicate the same results, well, then that's significant um, research and data. And that's what we have here. We have thousands upon thousands of reports of people saying the same thing of what the spirit dimension is like and how we go from lifetime to lifetime. And, and
2: yeah. uh, Well, I, I just wanted to add that some people may be thinking, well, if that's what you already believe, you know, you can put your own twist on it and the uh, belief that and 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 proven um, belief that what we think influences the outcome or can influence the outcome of our research, but in in the case like you described with Dr. Casey or Edward Casey or I'm sorry, Edgar Casey who. Um, who did not believe in this and it went counter actually to his beliefs and yet the evidence became so great that he couldn't deny it. And really with Dr. Brian Weiss, it was the same thing. I was trained by him and it, he didn't really have a belief one way or the other, but he went, well, actually he did because he was scientifically based. He was a psychiatrist uh-huh. and, and it was only through the clients that he worked with that he began to realize that this was real.
3: Yeah, and, and that's the, his first book, Many Lives, Many Masters. He talks just about that. As a matter of fact, he does reference that in, in his um, messages from the Masters book, too, that uh, his background and that he was, you know, a, a scientist and a medical doctor, and, and, you know, he has difficulty even talking about this to other doctors. But you know, he became a believer after regressing that first patient, I think it was Catherine, um, in Many Lives, Many Masters, and every time... he. He regressed her into a previous life she became better and better because she had all sorts of anxieties and phobias and this current life that she couldn't get over but when he did regress her and she identified what it was that was you know bothering her in his current life you know that was the case. so I guess you know she, he uncovered some 80 different lives that she lived you know through his therapy with her over a, a couple of years which led him to to write that book many lives many masters but again, you know, his, set, his book in 2000 talks about regressing thousands of people into past lives. And, you know, the, the point I think you make, uh, Dr. Paula, is, again, you know, significant because a lot of these researchers didn't believe in this. But when we look at the research, we're talking about, you know, people from all different walks of life and all different cultural and religious backgrounds. And they all tell of the same experiences of what the world is like. And I agree with you. You know, if you talk to a, a few people and, and, you know, they could be clouded by their current religious beliefs um, or cultural beliefs about, you know, the afterlife, but again, these books go beyond that because we're talking about people from every walk of life and whether they were Christian or Buddhist Buddhists or, or whatever, you know, they still talked about the same thing, the spirit dimension, what it's like and why we come to this world and, and what our goal in life is. Um, And a number of the points that they come up with is that, in fact, we plan the life we come into based on what we want and what we need to learn. We also travel from life to life with many of the same people that make up our soul group, uh, including our soulmate and even our, you know, we have a spirit guide, which is in watching over us in that spirit dimension. Um, one, one point they make, which I know a lot of people have a lot of issues with because they don't like the circumstances they're in currently, but a good point they make, you know, again in these books, is that the challenges in our life are often predestined by us in order to grow our souls. So if someone's dealing with a chronic illness or even a, a chronic disability in this life, you know, when you, when you come to grips of, you know, your soul, and your soul is eternal, and you chose this life to learn and grow your soul, you can better understand what you're going through and why.
2: Exactly, and we're about to go to break, so I think this, this is a, a good place to Um, transition but before we do I wanted to say that when I came to the understanding that you're just describing it it changed me in a profound way because there was really no one to be angry at anymore because this was the life that I chose and I needed those challenging experiences that I had set up (laughs) in order in order to grow and so it's like okay i might as well do it in this life be or else i have to do this again and i
3: don't want to do it again What, what are you learning from this
2: exactly exactly it's a um it's a profound shift and such a beautiful one so thank you for Raising that. I'm so grateful you're on the show with us today. And we have more. Um, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life Nourishment of the Spirit. While you're listening to the commercials, click on the link to sign up for my newsletter. You receive the free chapter on my ultimate creative problem solving process from my best selling book, which will help you release hidden fears and barriers to hearing your limitless higher self, your inner wisdom, your soul, and getting what you truly want in life. You will also get advance notice about every show episode like this one and the on-demand show sent directly to you. Now on your paper, write down the ways that you could benefit from knowing more about your past lives. Stay tuned. We'll be right back to talk More with Dr. Dave about the fascinating topic of reincarnation. Be the
0: change. The Seventh Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a one of a kind breakthrough coaching session.
1: Welcome
2: back, and if you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I hope that you wrote down how you could benefit from knowing more about your past lives. We're here talking with Dr. Dave about reincarnation, and remember, he can be reached at divinelytouched.com. Dr. Dave, during the break, we were talking about an article that you've just written on soul memories. Would you talk more with us about
3: that, please? Yep, I'm just finishing that up. And actually, as I was telling you, Dr. Paul, you know, just putting some thoughts together for your show. um, I wrote a a short article that I'll be posting online and also be on our our website, divinelytouched.com. But soul memories, and again, this comes out out of a chapter on eternal consciousness, which is in our book, Divinely Touched, um, Transform Your Life. That's the book I wrote with Mary about her experiences, but actually in the second half of the book, I go into the science and research behind things like out-of-body experiences and reincarnation. Um, And there's one chapter called Eternal Consciousness, which goes into a lot of detail about everything we've just been talking about. But one, one of the uh, um, uh, chapters in, in that chapter or subchapter is called Soul Memories. And soul memories, just like you were talking about um, in this first segment in your show, Dr. Paula, is, you know, what we are drawn to in this life. Um, it, and if you accept the premise that you've lived, you know, 10, 20, even 100 lifetimes, previous lives, you know, all these memories and experiences are embedded in your soul. And when we do past life regressions, you're uncovering those soul memories. You know, the past lives, what you went through, what, you know, why you did what you did, what you learned in that past life. So in this current life, when we're drawn to things in this life, it's those little embedded memories popping up from our subconscious into our consciousness. And a lot of times we don't even, you know, we're not obviously aware of them, but, you know, for example, you know, people are drawn to to certain living environments. You know, some people like the, the ocean. Some people like the mountains. Um, some people like certain professions. They're drawn to a medical profession or to a helping or teaching profession um, or being a mechanic or a carpenter, you know, because they're they're drawn to that. Even like things like color preference, people, um, preferences of, of uh, gender, meeting people. Uh, these are all embedded memories in our soul that kind of bubble up in this current life and explain a lot why we're drawn to what we're drawn to. Uh,
2: a- absolutely. And, and sometimes just emotions that are unexplicable. I've been blessed to go to Paris a number of times. Paris, France, not Paris, Texas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and every time, no matter where I am, I wound up. I wind up at the Seine River, and just being near it and looking at it evokes tears. And uh, there clearly were memories um, from past lives that. Uh, touch me deeply, and I can only explain in that way.
3: Yeah, speaking of French in Paris, um, <laughs> déjà vu is a French expression that means already seen. And a lot of people you know, have that feeling, that déjà vu experience. Oh, gee, you know, have I, I feel so connected to you. I must have met you before or somewhere. And a lot of times it's from a previous life. And this person that you just met and that you're drawn to and, and, you know, you feel so compatible with, you know, could have been your best friend or your husband or your brother or sister in a previous life.
2: Uh, exactly. And also sometimes fears that don't make sense otherwise. My uh, daughter, when her son was four years old, he was taking a music class. We're just movement to music. And every time they played the song and started doing um, things around horses, he would start crying. And he would get really scared and refuse to interact. And he was fine with everything else. And I said, you know, I'm sure this was a past life. And I suggested doing things with him in play with play horses and, and so on, um, that it just seemed like he must, because of what was going on at the time, that he must have had an accident with a horse that resulted in death or, um, or, or permanent disability. But, and eventually he was able to overcome that fear, but it was inexplicable given his real world experience that had no horses in it whatsoever.
3: Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's one of the points of doing a past life regression, you know, uncovering those death experiences that explain why you have that fear or phobia or anxiety in this current life. Um, We have a good friend that's a a reverend. um, Deathly affair of of the ocean, but loves things like lighthouses. So again, I keep telling him, obviously you drowned in the ocean in a past life. So, you know, uh, well, an, an example.
2: Uh, uh, yes, and speaking of drowning, I mean I've had three near drowning um, experiences in this life, and I have researched it, and I know it goes back to. Times when um, I was killed actually by drowning, yep. and and so it's yes, and 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 I can, and I have released that, and since then, thank God, you know, <laughs> the ocean and water has been a safe place for me. But we can even create, recreate those death experiences um, if we don't know what's going on and don't release the memories and the pain and the fear of the past.
3: That's right. And remember I uh, talked initially about you know avenues of proof, um, one being research and data. Uh, and again, there's a ton of research and data out there on uh, topics like reincarnation. Uh, historical evidence, cross-cultural evidence. But when we talk about personal experience, you know, everybody has these soul memories. So that's where that third avenue of proof can come to people that are basically non-believers. Oh, you know, we only have one life to live and that's it. Well, then why are you drawn to all these different things, you know, that may be so unlike your family? Like, you know, again, I love the ocean. No one in my family really, you know, brought me to the ocean or were sailors or anything like that, but yet I was drawn to the ocean. You know, again, everybody has soul memories that can explain um, what's bubbling up from a previous life.
2: Yes, and it enriches, I find it enriching to understand more about who I am and what causes um positives and negatives to enhance the positive and to release the negatives
3: mhm yeah um that that's really paramount uh, another if i could um reference something that's been in the media quite a bit this, this summer um if i could talk about bruce jenner for a second sure because that's a great example of a soul memory you know here he uh, came into this life, as far as I'm concerned, because he wanted to be a winner, a leader, um, be a, become a male champion, which he did. But then after that was all done, he regressed back to his soul memory. In perhaps the previous ten lives, he lived as a woman. And now all these soul memories are bubbling up to him, and that's what he is drawn to. And, you know, he, he you know people that are calling it transgender or whatever, I just call it soul memories. So when people have these sexual identity uh, or gender identity issues, that's, as far as I'm concerned, that's evidence of a soul memory just kind of taking more and more control in your current life because it, you may have had, lived several lives as a different sex. You tr- wanted to come to this life to experience and, again, grow your soul and have those experiences. But now you're regressing back to a form that your soul took in many of the previous lives.
2: Uh, yes, and I think it. we were talking about religion before, and it can also explain why people – choose to convert to different religions, even though they were born into one, uh, a lot of people will say, you know, I never felt connected to that. This was the religion that I felt connected to. Um, and and the uh, the other thing, just speaking about religion, is that I wanted you talked about Christianity and about the East and their relationship to reincarnation, and I wanted to also put in the perspective of from Judaism, and that is that a number of people believe that it, it goes against. The Jewish belief system to have a, at uh, the theology to have a, an afterlife and reincarnation and so on, and the fact is, is that is is a false belief. And Brian, Dr. Brian Weiss, who is Jewish, has even written about this, and some rabbis have also to talk about the past life experiences and communication with. Um, the the dead after um, uh, it, but who are between lives and to reinforce that this is um, not a true belief it's a misunderstanding
3: yep and, you know exactly and that's the, the whole point of all religions are it is you know you you go to the spirit dimension you know in one form or another so. So that's, again, proving that our consciousness can exist outside the body. But Brian Weiss, he he's, again, is one of the leaders in that belief that we're eternal spiritual beings having a brief physical experience on this earth.
2: Yes, and I know some people talk about how, well, you know, everybody was Queen Elizabeth or, you know, King Solomon or whatever, but the fact is we've really been pretty much everything, all kinds, because, as you said, and and we're coming to closure on this now, so this portion of the show but just that we really are here to experience it all and grow our souls and i'm so grateful for your bringing this information to us and helping us understand and hopefully grow and become more curious about our own soul's journey so thank you dr dave
3: and again thank you for having me on the show and you know, all these things we talked about and all the, the research and data, I go into a lot more details in our book, Divinely Touch.
2: Excellent. Thank you and have a blessed day. Yeah, thank you. And I'd like to thank my listeners for joining us for Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you enjoyed today's show, please click on the link to like us on Facebook, then click click on the link to my resources page and to my store to purchase the books my guests and I have written and then learn about my services including coaching, speaking, energy healing, past life regressions or to sponsor one of my experiential workshops such as Overcoming Abuse 21 Steps for Healing Energetic Healing Ohm Awakening, Creative Problem Solving. If you mention this show you get a 10% New client discount on my coaching, which I do in person, over Skype, or on the phone. When you work with me, you get support, guidance, and healing from the spiritual realm. Literally, thousands of angels and guides of a high and positive spiritual nature work through me and directly with my clients. My process connects your mind, heart, and spirit, resulting in faster progress and profound healing. Click on the link to register for my new workshop, Past Life Group Regression. Then go to Calendar of Events and press click here to send me an email with your commitment to yourself. As you begin to experience success, please send me another email so I can read it on the air and we can celebrate together. And next Thursday, please join us when Dr. Ed Tick will talk with us about his approach for healing the soul of veterans returning home from war. In the meantime, if you have a difficulty in your own life or have an inspirational story to share, please leave a phone message at 214-736-4460 or send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. I want to hear from you. This is Dr. Paula, your CM or chosen mom, as designated by Dr. Bernie Siegel. Remember, you are loved. Just let that feeling wash over you and through you.
1: Have a blessed week.